This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Amy Brown here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survivor rate from 20% to more than 80%. But we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families will never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. Now, that peace of mind means so much. So join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope and text Bobby to 785-833. That's B-O-B-B-Y to 785-833. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia movement that inspires call 800-334-KIA for details always drive safely sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only quantities are limited must take delivery by 7824 welcome back to another week of the show we're very happy you are here we are very happy we are here morning studio morning let's go all right, Eddie, Eddie's the oldest on our show, right? We all know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. By a lot. Uh, he's the oldest, but it sure doesn't mean he's the wisest. Oh, Here he is. Wait, I think Dang. I am, though. Producer Eddie, everybody. Yes. Guys, I was at the store, and I was walking down the aisle, and I see on the shelf something I hadn't seen since college. Hamburger helper. So I got me a couple boxes. I made some for the family, and my kids didn't like it. You haven't seen it or you haven't looked. Well, it's, I haven't. There. It's never gone it's away. Never, it, like, it, it's never moved. It's not Guys, like all of a sudden it's back. Same neighborhood, bro. Same aisle. I'm not same shopping spot. for Hamburger Helper. Is this something I just did because it was easy to cook? She did, did you, say did, not Did, the did you see it because I talked about how much I used to eat it and like it triggered something? I was like, oh. There's, maybe. Maybe you always see it. You just don't pay attention to That's it. That's a good point. Possibly. I talked about I had it every day of my life for a long time. Did you ever have Tuna Helper? I hated it. <laughs> oh my god! I love tuna helper. Oh, that was the I hated it. It was just really like annoying because my kids are just like, Dad, this is not good. I'm like, What are you talking about? This is like my childhood. Would they not like the noodles? They said it was too salty. Well, that's on you, buddy. What do you mean? You made. I it didn't too add salty. salt. It's just you know you do the the noodles and then you do the seasoning and then it is what it is. I think to them it's just packaged stuff. I mean, maybe it's a... a I love some good package processed stuff. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think that's what I it do. is, really. Brings me back to my childhood. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Up next, he might leave this job to start his own washing machine cleaning service. Uh, but first, he should maybe wash himself. Here he is. Lunchbox. Oh. <laughs> Look, I have never been more disappointed in my wife. She has started watching the Kardashians 
from the start. Oh, so this is like not even the Hulu version that's on now. Right? Like, no, no, we're talking Kendall and Kylie yeah. are like eight and nine years old, and I'm like, you are going to sit here and watch every single episode from. I mean, that is like 50 seasons, and you already know what happens. Like you know, they grow up, and one of them becomes a billionaire, and Courtney gets you know married and can't has kids. Like, what are we doing? She's like, oh, it's just good. Never been more disappointed. But you watch a lot of garbage TV. No, no, I watch garbage TV that you don't know the result. Like I watch oh, Survivor. Current garbage. Okay, yeah. got it. There's a difference. Like, I, I watch Survivor. You don't know who's gonna win. You watch it because it's this season, and then it's over. Like the Kardashians, you know exactly what's gonna happen. So yeah, I just feel like she's wasting her time when you know the end already, and it's twenty years too late. Like get on something like Breaking Bad. But I already know the ending. To- she well, she doesn't know. Bones watches like The Office. He knows yeah, the yeah, ending to every episode. episode. I just need relaxing TV. Right. I don't care about what's happening. <laughs> All right, up next, here's four things about Amy. She can't drive. She can't find her A&M class ring. She makes her own deodorant. Everybody's waiting to be just harassed. Yeah, this is ridiculous. The fourth one is her first four things live show is November 5th in Wichita, Kansas. Here okay. she is, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> so... My friend is dog-sitting for her neighbor. She volunteered, and I laughed out loud because she sent me a list of the things that, uh, the list of things that are required for the dog-sitting, which, first of all, the person put in the fridge steaks for every day of the week, and she has to cook the dog a steak. Get out of here. Steak? Yeah. Walk the dog twice per day for 35 minutes each. Play with the dog for 30 minutes. Vacuum his dog bed three times this week. And ideally, if uh, he could sleep in the bed with you, that's best for him. What in the world? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but she does get to stay at so a they, pretty awesome house. They must. Here's the things I hear. No kids of kid-raising age. Yep. Very rich. Yep. Maybe divorced or the husband's gone a lot. I don't know. The marital that status. Because that dog's a big part. It's like... Um, as someone whose dog was their whole, whole world yeah. for 12, 13 years, slept in the bed. Like, that's what I yeah. hear. My friend's willing to put up with it because, yeah, they have a pool. They have a paid. beautiful backyard. Get paid? Okay. I assume so, but I don't think she really cares. She just was trying to be nice because I think they were in a bind. And in a bind, meaning they got cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Ray, hit me with that intro. Fighting out of the red corner. He is a kangaroo-style fighter. Standing at six foot one inches tall, weighing in at 162 and one half pounds. Hailing from Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he is the reigning and defending undisputed kangaroo weight champion of the world, Bobby Razorblade. Boom! Thank you very much. Wow. Chad from Maryland, thank you very much. Here's what I'm going to say it's up now, and I will post it again on my socials, and we're doing an experiment here. Eddie and I are auctioning off a round of golf with us for an animal shelter that my wife and I work very closely with. You may think that's not worth a nickel. We're going to pay for the golf, or I am, Eddie. Yeah, I'm just going to show up. Yeah, we'll just go to where I play. But you you and a friend, you have to get here. I mean, we're literally doing nothing except playing golf with you. Which would be great. Yeah. And we, it's for charity. Our wife's going to let us. Of course. That's the but only reason I'm doing it. we're going to auction off a round of golf with Eddie and I, and it will go to the dog shelter that we work with. And if people... If it's a good thing, we could do this at other times, too. We often want a day so we could play every oh day. Gosh, Wouldn't that be amazing? Gosh. My wife would let me do it. And that. we're like, we're just so selfless. I know. <laughs> playing golf every day. Philanthropic. So if, if you go over to my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones, you can auction to be in Nashville, get here however you get here. Maybe you live here. And you can play around four hours hanging out with Eddie and I. Four well, how we, hours? How, how we play four That's golf. I know. Yeah, how we play four and a half, five. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Looking for a lot of balls. And it's a nice course. It's it's where I play. So we will you play with us. 
That's it. Mr. Bobby Bones. That's awesome. Yeah. Next up, you're going to be like, and now I'm going to auction off around a PlayStation with me. Well, five hours straight of playing <laughs> PlayStation. <laughs> that is right. Yeah, so that's up. Mr. Bobby Bones. We'll put it up on the website, too. Uh, BobbyBones.com. And let's see what happens. And if it works, we'll do some of this stuff for St. Jude as well. Ooh, I just don't want to launch something for St. Jude and then nobody bids and it looks terrible. Yeah. Test it out. Yeah, this is our test run. I might do five or six test runs before we say no, though. (laughs) All right, let's get going here. It's time to open the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I just found out that two of our friends are getting married next fall. We've known them for almost two years now, and they are awesome friends, and we are extremely excited. They don't have a lot of friends, so we expected a smaller wedding party. My wife worked with the bride-to-be, and they're pretty close, so it wasn't a shocker when it was brought up that she was going to be asked to be the maid of honor. However, it was quite a surprise that I've been asked to be in the wedding, but not just the wedding, but to be the best man. I'm honored, but I ain't at that level. The groom and I get along... And we enjoy hanging out, but we're not close. We only hang out in a group. He has his brother, his soon-to-be brother-in-law, another friend that he's known for a while. I mean, he hasn't officially asked me yet, but they've told us he's about to. What do I do? Any advice helps. Signed, the best man? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) That's funny that they're going to ask you to be the best man and you're not even the close man. I wonder what the motivation is. Like, why, if he has people he's closer to, why does he want you to be the best man? Is it because, A, he wants to be closer to you at some point? Like, thinking this actually makes the relationship closer. Is it because, B, he doesn't like the other pe- – he doesn't want the other people that naturally would be to be because there could be a conflict if he picks one of them over the other? Yeah, that's it. That's right? True. Let's say you have two yeah. brothers and they both want to be, so you pick somebody that's not yeah. and leave them. That could be it, too. I think what I would do is – not through th- that person, but before he asks you, I try to figure out why. Because you, yes, it's awkward, but you might actually be doing him a favor by being the best man because it's helping him get out of a situation. So yeah, it could be awkward because he's not your bro, not like your your for life bro. But you could be doing somebody a solid by going, "I'll be your best man because I'm going to save you from having to deal with the drama at your wedding." Because nobody wants drama at a wedding that might happen between other dudes. Who want to be the or think they should be the best man? Yeah, there's that. But what if he has no one? What if he has no one I, else? I, like even his brothers, they're just not close or whatever. He can also just be like stinky or annoying. I, I hear you. Could be. That's the thing too. Well, and then you should also do it, too. and that yeah. you should do. Yeah, but his wife being the maid of honor in the the groom's brain, he might be like, "Well, she's choosing her, so how fun if I choose her spouse?" And then no, grooms are pretty it- stupid. I can tell you from experience, <laughs> being one. Yeah, I've never heard of somebody thinking they have to just get the spouse of like the maid match. of honor. No, I haven't heard that either. But okay, well, we'll we'll throw that on the table too. What I would try to do is go a backdoor approach to figure out why, and that's probably through your wife, through his wife, to be like, "Hey, John's really excited." That he could possibly be in the wedding. And uh, obviously, he's been told he's going to be the best man. Like, why? Like, well, I don't know how you really ask that. Not, not why would he be the best man, but I would say, like, what about John makes him, to your, I don't know the husband's name, like, what's attractive to him about being the best man? I don't know. I'd figure out what that is. And if she goes, because he's got two brothers that are a nightmare. Yeah. Then John, I would just do it. Yeah. I just do it and be cool and take one for the team. I think you're going to have to do it anyway, honestly. That's what I was thinking, no matter what it is. you're going to have to do it. But I think knowing why, and it's not some creeper situation where he wants to be your best friend and, like, eats your hair, (laughs) that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. That makes you feel a little better. But you're going to have to do it, I think. And I would just find out why. And I bet you it's not near as weird as you think it is. You're probably just doing him a solid favor by doing it. So that's what's up. 
Thank you for that. Thank you for the email. You can email us at any time. Morgan, what's that email address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right, thank you guys. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. 
Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a story out about people who don't have kids. My wife and I don't have kids yet. We're not expecting any in the next few months or anything, but, you know, definitely at some point we think there will be kids, but the story is child-free people aren't necessarily rich, but they're way happy. I bet. Well, I was going to ask, Eddie, you have like 87 kids. Four of them? Yeah. What do you think about this story where they say people without kids are way happier? I feel like, yes, overall they're happy, but I think we, the ones that do have kids, have a different outlook on life. So it makes us happier in different ways. Do I want to go out and have freedom, party whenever I want, go out with my friends? Party is where party? you go to with yeah, freedom? Absolutely. Okay. Do I want to go on vacation whenever I want? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. But I can't because I have kids. So no. yes, that makes me a little sad. 94% of child-free people insist they are very happy with their life. The percentage of parents that have kids is way lower than 94%. Right. It's like 58%. So overall, the main reason child-free people are so happy is because of the freedom they have. As for why they are child-free, some of them didn't want kids or finances or freedom or environmental concerns. Some of them don't like kids. That's fifth. I bet a lot of people don't like kids and they have one and they're like, you know what? Not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would impact career, would impair ability to travel, like all these reasons. Amy, I'll come to you. What do you think? Do you think if you don't have kids, you're generally happier? Well, here's where my brain went, which it wasn't mentioned there. You are more rested. Like, I feel like as parents, you sacrifice so much and you lose a lot of sleep at times. And that makes you more cranky and irritable. So you're just not happy because of the rest. But I mean, sense. to Eddie's point too, there's so many joys that come with kids and they teach you so much about yourself and you learn and grow. And I don't know, it's, it's, I, I feel like I want to respect people that don't want to have it, but I want to respect people that have kids. I'm personally happy with my two, but I'm tired. The part that upsets me though, is like when I, sometimes I'll sit there and I think of, man, all my money goes to them. Like everything I make <laughs> goes to them. Yeah, there's There are a lot of them though, Eddie. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Poor kids. I watch them eat their food. And I'm like, gosh, all my money went to that food right there. But do you look at me and go, he's got total freedom? Yes. yes. Yeah. You 100%. can do whatever you want. But I don't. But you do. Why? Why not? You, I, you have freedom with your money. You have freedom with your time. I've, I've, no, I don't. I'm working. Every you, you second of the day is accounted for. If I, get, I remember finishing college and everybody said, you know what? After you finish college, life gets so hard. You got to go attack the job market. It's dog eat dog out there. But while I was in college, I was already working a full-time job, running the college radio station, taking 20 hours a semester, driving an hour and a half. And I, once I got to college, I was like, I only have to work now? What if we have kids and all of a sudden I'm not working near as much and I'm just hanging out with kids? I'm like, life is easy now. Well, you, no, that could happen to him, though. But parenting is work, too. Yeah. You're, there will be challenges. I've seen some tweets like, about how to parent. It's yeah. pretty easy to me. You're not always in the mood to parent. It's weird. Oh, you're not? No, no, it's no, not no. You don't wake up always good? And mom rage is a thing. Oh, yeah. You might have that. Uh-oh. I probably would have mom rage, mom rage of all the rages. There's no shame okay. in that either. Another story I wanted to mention was people talk about giving gifts for the holidays. I'll tell you, the best gift, and it doesn't feel fancy when you get it. There's nothing, it's like, like super heartwarming, but you just appreciate it for a long time is when someone gives you a subscription to like a Netflix for a year. Oh. Because it's a hundred bucks or so, depending on which, because I think last year Netflix was like a hundred bucks when I was given to me as a gift for a year. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. But then like two months in, you're like, dang, I, gotta, I don't have to ever pay for this. It doesn't show up like on my, uh, you know, an email through the Apple store going, we've renewed your subscription for $12.99 again. So they're talking about things you can get people as a gift. And most people would like Netflix or some other subscription as a gift that they're going to have to spend money on anyway. 
But if you could just eliminate that for them. Wow. That's good. Have you ever thought about that as a I gift? I haven't, but that's a cool idea. Gen Z, 73%. Millennial, 72%. Say, let's go. We were subscribing to all this stuff anyway, so won't you do it for us? That'd be an awesome gift. What subscription do you want that you don't have? No, it's not that I don't have it. It's okay. not. It's just saying, hey, so I'll cover I'll pay that for one. your Hulu? Please do, because oh. then I'll get Hulu Live. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. We were staying with Eddie and his wife, my wife, Eddie, his wife, and we were in California, staying at an Airbnb, and the TV just had some weird channels on it. It was like the Panasonic channel. All it had was like gun smoke. And we're like, what, what are we watching here? <laughs> That's so true. And Eddie's like, well, I got Hulu Live, so he logged right in and watched all the channels there. Yeah, Hulu I just Live's can't, awesome. I have, we have cable cable. But you can't log into that anywhere. Right. Right. So should I just drop cable? Yeah. No, no, no. Don't do anything until Christmas. I got you. Okay, buddy. Thanks, right. man. That'd be real nice of you. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. We have two dogs. We have Stanley the Bulldog, and we have Eller, who's a mix of, like, part hound, part husky, husky and yeah. part... I don't know. That test came back. There were lots of parts. <laughs> All kinds of parts. Because we did one of those tests when we adopted her just to see what we were dealing with there because our personalities, obviously, uh, that, that's a big part of how you should raise them. And so there's a lot of petting at our house, a lot of dog petting, a lot of dog scratching. They say petting a dog leads to increased brain activity. Researchers in Switzerland have found that if you pet a dog, it actually helps with attention processes, uh, emotional stimulation. There's so many positive things about having an animal but one of them may actually be the, the working of the prefrontal cortex of the brain. Wow. Oh. That when you're petting a dog. Or a cat. Nope, no cats. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. this is just a dog yeah, I, don't, I, I don't mind yeah, yeah. cats. I don't mind cats. I like all animals. Love don't all ruin animals, the story. Big and small. But it literally says nothing about cats. <laughs> oh, well, I'm just saying. I pet my cat and I feel better. Mm. And it's great. You Sometimes I have to force her to like stay in my okay, arms. Okay. So, you, <laughs> so you're kidnapping good. your cat to feel good. <laughs> it feels good. The researchers found that watching, feeling, and touching real dogs led to increased levels of activity in the prefrontal cortex of the brain. The team chose to investigate the area of the frontal cortex because it's involved in several executive functions such as attention, working memory, and problem solving. So, pet your dog, feel better. Cool. Kidnap your cat. <laughs> the same. Alright, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. There used to be a show back in the day, wildly popular. I'd wait to watch it. It was called Cribs on MTV and they'd go through celebrities' houses and you'd be like, dang, that house is so big, they got so many cars. It turns out, a couple things were happening. One, then the house would get robbed. And we'd be like, yo, duh, you just showed everybody your house and <laughs> Where the secret doors were. Yeah, not smart. And all the fancy stuff you have in your house. And then two, some of them lied and it wouldn't even be their house or their I cars. Know. They would like set up fake stuff. That's, That's so not cool. Yeah, and that was later on when people were just trying to outflex each other constantly mm-hmm. on that show. It was a great show for a while. Like back in the day. Well, they're bringing Cribs back. Now, the weird thing is you could do Cribs now on your phone on your TikTok and have more f- viewers than if you were to put it on MTV, right? I mean, that's the reality of it. If you have a decent following or it goes viral, more people will watch your social media than will see it on MTV. Who watches MTV, right? Unless it's a great a great clip or I click it on there and it's like all, I don't even click it. I just go and look at the guide sometimes and it's like all one show with some skater or something all day long. <laughs> What's his name? Ridiculous. Yeah, Ridiculousness for like nine hours. Oh, Rob Dyrdek. Yeah, and it's like, this is all they show now? And I'm not somebody that's like, man, play the music. But they don't have a lot of programming on there. It's the same stuff over and over again. But MTV Cribs back for another season, so I'm, I'm, you know, excited to see how they do it differently and what they do that would keep just somebody doing it from on their phone. And also, I wouldn't do that crap. Somebody's gonna rob you. Oh yeah, yeah. no chance. 
You're like, yeah, this is where we hide our key under the rock. <laughs> and this is the gate code. It's like, what are you guys doing? You guys are crazy. And so they're going to put on people like Tyler Cameron. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't so know who that's that is. the guy, the really good looking guy from The Bachelor. Who, oh, he dated Hadid. Um, so he, he wouldn't date the girl on the show. What was uh, I, I mix up their names? I forget which now? one it was. What's his, why oh, is he his dates house going to be this. so special? Well, this. Cribs. This. I mean, it's this is what he does. Oh. He does shows like this. Okay. And good for him. Like Making keep it going, money. Keep it going the best you can. And so he was with Hannah. Hannah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they went to the finale, and he's like, I don't want to date you anymore. Is that Alabama Hannah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she broke up with her dude, and then she was like, oh, maybe I should go back to him. And he's like, ah, you know what? I'm going to go date famous people. <laughs> um, Matt James? Oh, yeah. He's from The Bachelor. He was a Bachelor. So this is really just pa- so, Bachelor so, pads. Nicole Scherzinger? Oh, yeah. Pussycat uh, Dolls. Yes. Oh, I, I see her. her on TikTok sometimes. Yeah, she's hot. Not that, I mean, I just want to see what her house looks like. Uh-huh. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Adrian Balon? No. Google. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. And I am someone who has been a part of this. It feels like a Dancing with the Stars announced where you're like, who are all these people? Because I know, I know people did that people. crap to me when I was on there. They're like, I never heard of this person. What a stupid pirate name. But Adrian. Uh, be- she was in Cheetah Girls. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good. I, I think the show used to be great. I- I'm interested to see how they do it this time. I think it'd be pretty cool. If they do something different. But yeah, it feels like a, all right, here's the cast for Dancing with the Stars. And you're like, huh? <laughs> and I only say that out of love because obviously I did it. Uh, 88% of people say they appreciate when their friends reach out to see how they're doing. But how often do people do that? I never reach out and just go, hey, are you, I'm just checking in. How are you doing? I always feel like I'm annoying people. And I never call anybody. Maybe once a week I make a single phone call to somebody that's a friend. If I owe somebody a call for work stuff, I'll call. But I, I never just pick up the phone and go, let me make a call and have a talk here. I should do that more, but I always feel like I'm annoying folks. But 88% of people say they appreciate it when people reach out. If somebody calls me, pops on my phone the name, I'm like, oh, no, I don't, wanna, I don't have a phone call. Well, you're the 12%. <laughs> well, so 32% of people say they've done it in the past day. Who's called somebody to check in on a friend with their mouth on the phone in the past 24 hours? Me. Yesterday. Who? But they didn't answer. Ahmad. Oh, he never answers. He so. never answers, so. Yeah. And it's one of those things when someone does call you, I mean, you got to have like an hour set aside. And if you don't have that hour, just ignore it. Mm, 15% have done it the past month. You guys done it in the month? Last yes. Month? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you like it when someone does it to you? Love it. Yeah. You do? Wow. Yeah. I'm just different. I, I, it makes you feel like they're thinking about you. Like, does that's, that's the nice. voice text count? Because I left one of those yesterday. I hate getting voice texts. <laughs> but like, you do those. I know. But kill me to listen to them. Kill me. Huh. I still, there's a funny meme about them. It's like, at what point does this become a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> because like, so I'll funny. say that to my friends. Like, hey, I just listened to your podcast you sent over. Should I save this and load it or what? Oh. Um, what I try to do more now, because I hate them so much, is I try to leave voice text, but through I push the microphone, and it translates to text. Oh. Unless I need to get a specific message with nuance, then I will leave it voice. But I've backed off that a little bit, and I try to never go over like 45 seconds. But the only problem was with the text when you hit the microphone, it doesn't ever understand you, and it writes it totally wrong. And I hit mine se- does pretty good, though. I hit send anyway, and then they just have to ask me questions because I'm like, I'm too lazy to go and edit. Maybe it's an accent thing. Maybe. You think I have an accent? Yeah, you're yelling at your phone. Like knowing or how to pronounce volume. words. Right. It just shows up like question marks. What are we having yeah. for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> so 45 seconds is the length? I try to do that, but I always end up. Yeah, you don't even get to your point in the first 45. And he's like, hey, <laughs> look at this. this a dog just ran across the street anyway. So I haven't thought about my dog in a lot. And there's not really a way to fast forward. 
Do you there pre- is. Do you pre-listen before you send it, or do you just send it? Oh, I never pre-listen. Okay. Yeah, and I try not to send as many. No, I don't have that much time. And if I'm going to call somebody, I FaceTime them for them. If I'm close, like I'll only FaceTime Eddie. I'll be like FaceTime, and then he answers, and he's on the toilet, no shirt on, and it's weird. I answer whenever you call. Or he's in bed, no shirt on, and it's weird. <laughs> it's always weird. Okay, so those are two things I wanted to mention. My point is, people like it, so maybe today make a point to call somebody that you're thinking about and just check in, even if it feels awkward. I will do that today too. Good. Even try, if, try Ahmad. He won't answer. It's yeah, that's my free pass. I know he won't answer. <laughs> Our friend Ahmad. I will call somebody and just be like, okay, hey, I'm just calling to see how it's going. And I will report back tomorrow and tell you how it went. Okay. Because to me, it feels like I'm bothering someone, but if people like it, I will do it. I love it. Okay. And Let's, it can't be one of us. Oh, crap. <laughs> I've got to check in with you, Eddie, like 11 o'clock. Hey, man. Bones, we just talked about You good? Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. 
It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to go over to the phone to talk to Sierra, who lives in Oklahoma. Hey, Sierra. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Would you like... Hey, listen, you're in Oklahoma, the home of Sonic. Would you like to win a Sonic gift card to buy dinner for your whole I family? Would, I would love that. Okay, so we're, uh, what's going to happen is you're going to pass off this game to one of these show members here, and if they win it for you, you win the Sonic gift card. We're going to play Name That TV Finale, where I'll describe a very famous TV show and how it ended. All the show member has to do is... Get four out of five. Oh, it's easy. Easy. So, that being said, would you like Amy, Lunchbox... You want me. ...or Eddie to represent you, Sierra? Oh. Amy. It's me. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Amy. Well, that oh, was... Okay. I don't know. I planted that in her head. She did whisper in her ear? Yeah, I did. Weird. Whisper, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, Amy, you're playing for Sierra and a gift card to Sonic. I think I won this last time. For the caller, I, I don't do. remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, of course you don't. Selective memory. Here we go. <laughs> Amy. Yep. You can only miss one of these five. Ready? Ready. What 80s show starring Tom Selleck ended with 50.7 million views after seven seasons? It finds his character meeting his grandfather and reuniting with his daughter. He also enlists again in the Navy to provide his daughter a more stable life. What? It was based in Hawaii. Miami Vice. Oh, just kidding. Why would you yell Miami Vice when I said Hawaii? Hawaii. She goes, uh-huh, I just that's the, the clue I needed. The Hawaii just registered, so. NYPD Blue. No, no, no. <laughs> but wasn't Tom Selleck in Miami Vice? Like he was like leaning up against a car with short shorts and a flowery top. <laughs> 80s show, Tom Selleck. I guess it's got, if it's Hawaii, Hawaii. it's got to be Hawaii 5 Hawaii Vice. Oh. Hawaii 5 Hawaii 5 That is incorrect. The, the Hawaii 5 was like in the 60s and it came on. back again way later. Uh, what is it? That is Magnum P.I. That's it, though. I described the right outfit, though, but in you the didn't car. get it right. Uh, but I had the right scene. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, put Sierra back on. Sierra, are you there still? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, Fine. what part of Oklahoma do you live in? Uh, Norman, oh. Oklahoma City. Hey, been there many times. I was in Norman a few weeks ago. Played golf down in Norman at the Oklahoma golf course. Got looked at by an Oklahoma trainer because they had an injured leg. Wow. Yeah. That being said, I'm going to give you a chance here to trade. No. 
Yeah. I, I miss one. Amy can go four Good for deal. four. You can stick with her and she has to go four for four. Or you can go to one of the guys yeah. and they can go four for five. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I want to jump ship. No, Sierra, I just missed one. It's no biggie. The grass is not always greener, so I'm going to stick with Amy. Okay, Amy, Uh-oh. you got to hit four in a row. Love the attitude. Next one. What show ended in 1998? Big finale, 76 million viewers. In the finale, the four friends are made to pay for a crime with one year in prison. The show ends with them in a jail cell. Seinfeld. Correct. That's one. Would you guys get that one? Yeah, so easy. Okay. Amy. Yep. What 1972 war dramedy series was the biggest of all time? Mash. The biggest. Okay, there you go. Correct. Mm -hmm. Is that a good show? It would always come on before wrestling, and I was annoyed. <laughs> Honestly. I've never seen Honestly. it. Yeah, I don't know. It would come on TBS back in the day, and I'd be like, we need to wrap this up because I need to watch Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> He's taking on Sting tonight, and we need to get to that match. Okay, Amy, you need to get two out of two. Mm-hmm. What, what sitcom ended in 2005? 32 million viewers. It found the main character with a slight medical complication after what was found to be a routine surgery. That allows the family to imagine a world without him. The wife freaks out. The mother freaks out, and the father doesn't really know about it till later. But the doctor walks down and goes, we have a problem. Everybody flips, and they go, okay, never mind. We're all good now. What? That's the entire, that's the final episode of the entire, that show. I just gave you way more than was listed here. They're in the doctor's office. At the office, the hospital. And, and they're waiting in the waiting room. The doctor walks out and goes, hey, um, we, have, we have a problem. The wife freaks out. Oh, my God, oh, my God. The mom freaks out. Oh, my God, oh, my God. And then somebody else comes from the back and goes, well, hold on, we're good. We're st- we've stabilized him. But for a brief second, they all kind of pictured what would happen without him. I don't know. Lunchbox, do you know it? Wasn't even paying attention. You lost me at, uh, in the doctor's office. So you office. don't know. Well, he wasn't listening. Well, I really you... wasn't paying attention. He's probably on Facebook talking to his high school no, friends. I was he is. <laughs> okay. Let's see. I don't know when this ended. I don't even know that I ever saw Ninth, the... Uh, 2005. I know, but I'm the show that I have in my head... It's just like a... I'm giving you a lot of context. Shut in the dark. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm basing it off of. Like, uh, you know, everybody loves Raymond. There's the wife. There's the mom. There's the dad. They all hung out. I don't think I ever saw the finale of that show, so why not? Let's go with it. Everybody loves Raymond? Mm-hmm. Correct. <gasps> Woo! Let's go. Yeah, that was my guess, but I didn't know that's how it ended. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Amy, it's the final one. All right. How you feel? Feeling good. She might want to jump ship. You might want to check with her. Ready for the final question. Mm-hmm. What iconic show had a dr- dramatic finale in 1991 after 14 seasons? Whoa. A visiting angel allows characters from the long-running drama to view life as if the main person had never been born. Sad. Okay. Okay. Ah. Okay. Why do I? Have, okay. I'm talking things out. Quantum leap is in my head, but I don't know that that's an angel. He was 1991 like, after 14 seasons, so that means it started in the 70s. Okay, 70s. Touched by an angel. A visiting angel allows characters from the long-running drama to view life as if Jr. had never been born. Oh, come on. A little context there for you. Okay. A little, little extra hint. Dallas. Correct. Woo! 
Wow! Nice job. She did it. Good job, Amy. She did it. She did it. Sierra, Amy is the winner. Good job. The grass is not always greener. How do you feel, Sierra? I feel like a winner today. Because you are. If you guys ever have a chance to play for a signed copy of Family the Dog for my daughter. You can have one of those, too. We'll send you a Sonic card and a... Amy, are you giving away my book and my signature? Yeah. You're allowed. He'll sign it now. Hey, yeah, I'll send you a book, Sierra. I'll send you that and a Sonic gift card. Oh, my daughter will love that. Thank you so much. What's her name? Um, Emerson. I have one already signed here to Michael. Can I just send you that one? No. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, so we'll put you on hold and get you the Sonic gift card, and we will get you a signed Stanley the Dog in the first day of school book, okay? Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Go, Amy. Thank, thank, you for, you. thank you for listening. Thanks for believing in me. Thank you for believing in Amy. <laughs> All right, let's play this. We'll sign the book. By the way, get a copy of Stanley the Dog, the first day of school, right now on Amazon or wherever you buy your books. Someone sent me a picture from, like, the Los Angeles airport, a picture of the book. And that still blows my mind that people, like, outside of my 50 miles (laughs) even sees the book. It was what? Oh, it's sold at the L.A. airport? Yeah. L.A.? Wow. Uh, It's a real book. I don't know why that's crazy to me, but it's still people (laughs) sending pictures. That's pretty cool. And I'm like, it's in a store? That's crazy. Hey, Ramundo, where'd you see a country artist spending a bunch of money in Colorado? Like, what, was it a platform, social platform? Yeah, it was on Instagram. Oh, okay. So you see them doing what? Yeah, so they're at a resort, and I I would say that they're country artists. I'm not going to name them, but they're probably a C or D list. Okay. So, by the way, I don't want because I say that too sometimes. Like it's a B list. I don't mean that's not bad. A is Garth, McGraw, Chesney. B is, and you can go down to like the next level that's still wildly big. C is pretty big. So D got a hit or two. Yeah, and very new on the scene too. Got it. Okay, so you're, they're there. All right, resort, Vale, all that, and then there's all these Instagram pictures of the food they were getting. I'm talking fish on fire. There was caviar. At least eight people at the table all eating this fine dining five-star Michelin-type food. And so my question was, who is paying for this? So you think because they are, as you refer to them as a D-list artist, C-list artist, whatever, that they don't have the money for that? Well, I'm asking, are they making that much Well, I don't touring? know who you're talking about, but I will say this, that a lot of times if you go to a place and you will showcase it, they'll cover a lot of it Hook if you it have a, de- a decent following. How many followers do they have? Uh, it's similar to me. 100,000. But they could be at a wedding, too, or something, you know, like a special event where they're not paying for it. Mm-hmm. Have they written other songs for other? Can you write who it is? And I, I could probably give you some insight. <laughs> I can tell you in your ear. Yeah, tell me my ear. How in the world are they paying for that? That's what I'm saying. Oh, really? Here, tell me my ear. Tell me my ear. It's got to be something. Just, yeah, there's no way. We'll read well, your lips. I believe there was a label person also involved okay, in so the Okay, so it could have been go. like a getaway where the label was paying and they're uh, like... Ra- like uh, you know, streaming people, radio people. Yeah, you know, bro. <laughs> you know. I was blown away because I, I know that maybe, I... Maybe come for family money too. That happens a lot. People that are artists, for the most part, either mm-hmm. are very poor and they have nothing to lose. So they go and they work in an industry that is just terrible and difficult and crazy to make it because who cares? This is my dream. I got nothing to lose. Or they have all the money in the world and family money and who cares? They can go do it because they have family money. It's usually only those two. There's, okay. there's some middle... That's crazy. <laughs> that, that's got to be family money, bro. All right. That's all. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> Dang. All right. Well, too bad you guys don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell so us in our ear. Come on. Nah. Right. It's up to Ray. He can <laughs> tell you if he wants to. Hey, put an envelope. We'll, we'll seal it. But, no, no, no. We're not all doing all that. Ray's other <laughs> stuff. All right. Coming up, Amy's pile of stories. Amy, what do you have over there? I have the rudest things that you can do at someone else's house. You're okay. going to make sure you don't do them. A pregnant wife asked her husband to abstain from something, and he wasn't happy about it. And I have the celebrities that we would vote for for president. Hey, Ray, did she tag the place? I said uh, she. Oh, yeah. Right, did she tag the place? 
It was the city they were in, but never really the resort name. Hmm. I mean, then she must have some money from somewhere. Or they're paying for it for her. Good for her. If you have, listen, if you are just a social media influencer, generally the rule is if you have a thousand followers, you should be able to make a thousand bucks a year off your social media if you do it right. Huh? Oh, for sure. Say what? 100%. Mm-hmm. So Where then it, that, that trend continues? Like but, if you've got. Yeah, for the most. It's like dog years. It's seven, 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 six, 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 five, five, four, four. Yes. Generally. Interesting. So I should make a couple mil? Yeah, but I think the company probably owns the rights to that of yours. <laughs> oh, damn. No, they don't. I think they do. Mm. Unless, yeah. <laughs> I had my people take a look at it. I think they do. Is your, your people, people you, the same people that call in as your agent? <laughs> Nico Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. 
Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. An etiquette expert put out a list of the rudest things you can do at someone else's house. Oh, I would say it's not rude, but it feels rude while you're doing it. Hit them with the number two in their bathroom. <laughs> Man, you're, not- like, you're like, I just have to. I, don't, I, I didn't want to. I didn't have... That feels rude, but it's not rude. I'd like to say that. Okay, because, yeah. yeah, that's not on here. Yeah, go ahead. Moving things around, like, just because you, you think, you know, like, what? oh, maybe this chair would look better over if here. If someone ever did that at my house, get I, out. I would laugh because it's so bizarre. <laughs> hey, now, my sister came to visit, and she rearranged my Tupperware and plates in a, in a better way. Like, I woke up to it, and she's like, sister. I just thought your kitchen would be better if flow better this way. I was it's like, thank right. you. But it's your sister, too. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. different than, you know, somebody coming over. Okay, what else? Overstaying, you're welcome. Any kind of snooping, bringing an uninvited plus one. <laughs> well, the snooping thing, let me go back to that. Nobody okay. goes into our bedroom bathroom. So you can snoop all you want in like the general space, the bathroom by the living room. There's so a ba- that's you know, fair game? There's nothing in there. There's a weird black urinal oh, that people yeah. before me had. Our house has got some really weird things. It's like a nightclub From urinal. the guy before. There's a stroke. <laughs> I would snoop at our house. It's so bizarre in some places. But, you know, anything in, like, the main cabinet in the bathroom, that's kind of fair game. That's kind of public domain. What else you got? Uh, bringing an uninvited plus one. Yeah, that's weird. You who, can check ahead. Like, but who would ahead. do that? Who would just show up with somebody? Well, if you have, I feel like, like Ray a, would do that. You got invited somewhere, and then you've got a friend that's Him in and town. South Beach show up. <laughs> yeah. Buddy yeah. South that Beach. That was South Beach all the time. Yeah, <laughs> just show up constantly. Him and another dude in a tank top. Expecting a tour. Ray would show up. I had a Wii once. I had a Wii party, and him and South... I was like, Ray, you should come over. We're going to play Wii. It was new, and he showed up with South Beach, his buddy. <laughs> and I was like, bro, <laughs> we don't have enough controllers. He's like, he'll just sit in the corner. And watch. I was like, yeah, it's South Beach. That's what he does. Yeah, weird. What else? Uh, expecting a tour. Like showing up to someone's house and then being like, hey, can you show me around? I'd love to see the whole thing. And, That's rude. Well, I, maybe if they're not planning on giving you a tour. I guess if they, I know somebody's coming over, I feel like it's customary to go, hey, if you've never been here, do you want to see the house? I never want to see anybody's house for the record. If I go to anybody's house, I never want the tour. I'm going to be honest. I don't care. Oh. But I always feel like, and I don't want to give anybody a tour, but I'm like, okay, clean the toilet because we got some people coming over. They might want a tour. They were going to want a tour. <laughs> and they may, may want to lift the lid. So, yeah. Okay, what else? Okay, thoughts on this husband that canceled a vacation with his pregnant wife after she asked him, hey, when we go on this trip, since I'm pregnant, I can't drink, so I'd really like for you not to drink either. And he's like, okay, forget it. We're not going on the trip. That's tough. 
It's really I, tough. It's tough to ask me that because I don't drink. Now, I prefer everybody drink around me because I don't want anybody acting different. And sometimes, if I don't know them well, I will fake that I'm drinking. So, I would never ask anyone that. So, I don't know what it's like to be a drinker and be told, hey, don't drink. Well, hey, Eddie and Lunchbox and My wife wipes. never told me don't drink because she couldn't drink. Yeah, never. She just said, I'll drive. That's that's, right. that's a perk of having a pregnant yeah, wife. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> She's Absolutely. a DD. She tried to keep their legs hey, pregnant. Hey, she chose to get pregnant. Right? Have all DDs. No, I didn't she say that. Chose. Okay. What? That's weird. I don't like it. You're asking me how I feel. I think I don't like it. I don't either. I You're going to cancel like... a trip that she wants to be at. But also, I don't know what happened where she doesn't want him to drink. I don't know if he gets out of control. Ah, that could be a lot it. of things. But if he doesn't, that's if she's just going, well, I can't, so you can't, that's also weird. But I don't think I'd cancel the trip. Yeah. Okay, so I have who the number one celebrity is that we would vote for for president. Let me think about this. And Ooh, I'll, okay. I got it. Well, I think The Rock is up there because he's talked about it and he's universally loved. Yeah. I think people like The Rock because he's friendly, he's motivational, he doesn't really pick a side. Uh, he picked a side a little bit in the last election, but not so much that I think it made it turn people off. Who, who do you have? Okay, well, The Rock is in at number five. Keanu Reeves at four. Tom- he's Canadian. Good luck. Oh, he is? Yeah, good luck. Well, that won't work. Uh, Tom yeah. Hanks at three. Morgan That's Freeman at two. He'll but die. really. Well, I guess the other two presidents have been really old too, so I guess it doesn't matter anymore. They've been really old. Our last two presidents have been like a hundred. Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah cool. go ahead. Uh, we're electing presidents that we wouldn't, that we would go. You know what? Maybe we should not give them a driver's license if they're just normal people. That's a great point. But- we're, we're we're voting for people to lead our country. That if we sat and were asked, hey, should um eighty year old just be able to drive willy nilly and not get rechecked? We go, no, I think an eighty year old should get rechecked for a license because again, you start to your body starts to fall off and your vision go. We go like, yeah, we think there should be a rule to get rechecked. Yeah, we're like, here's a big button, push it and blow the world up if, if you want. <laughs> It's, it's, a, it's a bizarre thing. What else? Uh, well, the number one spot, I just thought it was cool because it is Dolly Parton. That's the only one I agree with, even though she's 76. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> totally, totally down with that. Yeah, the Keanu thing, you can't be president of America, the United States, if you weren't born here. But what about Arnold? He was governor. He was governor. Amy, he, okay, we have a problem here. Amy thought Arnold was president. No, oh, I didn't. Oh, Amy, oh, Amy. I thought he was going to run for president at one point in time. Okay, yeah. that's my question. I, Austria. I know he was not president. In your, in your world, he might have been president. No, he wasn't. Amy. I just thought he was going to run. <laughs> I thought once you lived in America a certain amount of time, Mm-mm. fair game. Nope. nope. That, that'd get us in trouble probably <laughs> in some different way. All right, is that it? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So it was World Mental Health Day, and this hairstylist, Brittany Bott, was like, how can I help people that might be struggling mentally? She's like, well, I do know how to do hair, and when you get your hair done, it makes you feel good. So she basically put an open call out to her whole community and said, hey, if you need your hair washed, if you need it styled, if you need it blow-dried, braided, come in, sit in my chair, I'll do it. And she said that, you know, she's not a mental health expert. She can't offer advice, but she can be a good listener. So as they would sit there and get their hair done, they're feeling good. Maybe they open up and talk to her and get some stuff out. And here's a clip of Brittany um, talking about why she likes helping people. Something about it, I like making people feel good about themselves and see what everyone else sees, who they are on the inside, but they can see it from the outside. I like it that she's listening to people because when I go to my hairstylist it's not even as serious or as good as I'm like do they want to hear me talk sometimes I don't want to talk at all and I'm like do they expect me to talk you know what you almost wish you could check a box when you go in like what do you want because once you went in for a massage and they were like how much talking do you want yeah. yeah, I mean, it was like no talking at all. And then I think one of the options was talk my face off. And I was like, not that. <laughs> no, <laughs> not while I'm getting a massage. I love the reason she's doing it, right? That's, if anything, it's an example of 
hey, you should like communicate with folks. Like, tell them, I got you. You got me. Let's talk about mental health. Uh, so that's great. But also, it's like, what should we do with our hairstylist? Do they want us? Because they have the same questions every time. So I've seen a movie lately. And you know they've asked that 12 times that day. <laughs> so that's a great story, though. I like it. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, this time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.